Welcome to the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast, where we will take your faith and the powerful Word of God and make them as practical and relevant to your job, home, and hobbies as your favorite pair of blue jeans are on a Saturday. Practical application of God's Word to improve your job and your home life. Yes, it's like putting the blue jeans on the Bible and going to work, or leaving work and going home. (laughs) And we have a lot of fun here, too. And we even have a TFL. That's a weekly tip for life. And today's tip for life will be at the end of this episode. But prior to that, we're going to continue with our look at Psalm 37 and give practical application. Notice I like to use that term. (laughs) Specific things that we can do from the Bible to reduce fretting. If you remember, fretting is worry or anxieties with frustration. Sometimes things just aren't going the way we want them to, and we're worried, of course, but we're getting real frustrated about it. And Psalm 37 starts by saying, do not fret. And then in David's poetic way, gives specific things to do to not fret. And we've come to roughly 11 at this time. This is the third podcast in the series, so be sure and go back and listen to the previous ones if you haven't yet. Today we're going to start with verse 11, with number 11. Hmm, fitting, isn't it? The meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Does that remind you of the Beatitudes? I'm always amazed. I guess I shouldn't be amazed. I think more delighted is the word. When I read through the Psalms and see how many times Jesus quoted from the Psalms, of course, he's the author of the entire Bible. He is called the Word of God in John 1. But even Jesus taught out of the Psalms. It's rich in practical advice for our daily life. I had to look up that word meek. To me, meek has always meant weak or timid, but it's not. Because Jesus tells us to be that, and I know Jesus wouldn't tell us to be weak or timid. The original Hebrew meaning of the word meek in that Psalms passage means to be gentle in the circumstances. To be gentle, especially in your mind. Telling yourself to be gentle, and then listening to yourself. And then I looked it up in Webster's Dictionary. The definition of meek Enduring injury with patience and without resentment. There are a couple other meanings, but that is what Jesus is referring to, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Enduring injury with patience and without resentment. Back in episode 15, which was called Stop Annoying Others, we talked about Ephesians 4.31 which gives us five things that we're supposed to put off of us or get out of our life. Bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking. And that second one, wrath, means vindictiveness. You know, getting even, retaliation, or vengeance as a way of achieving justice is what we're talking about here. But remember, that's God's job. You're not God. 
Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. You're supposed to be gracious and to show Christ's love to others. And you don't do that by being vindictive. We have to slap them back. (laughs) And that's not what meek people do. So meek is enduring injury with patience and without resentment. Resentment means letting it bother you or wishing you would have done something different. And those, my friends, cause you to fret. So it's a really good one to not fret by not letting people bother you to where you think you've got to get even or you feel bad for not getting even. So get over it. Let it go. That's a way to not fret. And then God promises to give you something when you're meek, enduring harmful people and harmful occurrences without resentment. In fact, he promises to give you two things when you're meek, something now and something for a lot later from now. The a lot later from now promise is that you'll inherit the earth. Well, what does that mean? Well, I think it means God created the earth for us and all of the blessings that come with the earth for for life and to enjoy life. Now, sin kind of wrecked that. So it's talking more about in the future when Jesus comes back to rule. And in Revelation 2, 26 and Revelation 26, we're going to be ruling with him in our own little parts of this earth. And it'll be a new earth and it'll be really cool. And we get to have part of that. We get to own it. That's just what I think it means. And then the part that we get now, it says, you will delight in the abundance of peace. And peace is the goal. That's what we're shooting for. So set your sights on that if it'll help you to forgive others and forget the wrongs and not harbor resentment. In John fourteen twenty seven, Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, or peace that you are looking for in worldly possessions or things, but the peace that Jesus gives, which is beyond explanation or beyond understanding, as the book of Philippians says in chapter 4, verse 7. And then Jesus goes on to say, And let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Both of those things are an offshoot of fretting, being troubled and afraid, which are also the opposite of peace, right? (laughs) Remember that term fret means to choke. And in this context here, fretting will choke the peace out of you. And believe me, you want peace. (laughs) I'm reminded of Mark 4, verses 39 and 40. When Jesus and the disciples were in the boat, and there was a terrible storm on the Sea of Galilee, and Jesus was asleep. He was sleeping through the storm. Now, that is peace. (laughs) But the guys in the boat weren't asleep. They were fearful and crying out and scared, and and they woke Jesus up and said, "We're, we're about to sink. Look at these waves and the terrible wind. Don't you care that we're going to drown? Which we sometimes talk that way too, don't we? And Jesus said, peace, be still. 
and the storm immediately stopped. I think he said peace to the storm, and he turned to the guys in the boat and said, be still. You know, God says, be still and know that I am God in the Old Testament. And Jesus, being God, said that same thing here in the New Testament. And he says that to us, too. He can calm our storms and wants us to be still about it and trust him. In fact, as soon as he did that in the boat, he then asked the guys, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? And he says that to us, too. Don't be afraid. Have faith. Faith is another word for trust. Trust me, he says. Jesus can calm storms in your life, too. How? By trusting him. By having him near you. You know, Jesus said, I'll be with you always, even to the end of the age. He's in your boat. You just have to trust him and give those troubles to him. Yeah, do the best you can to get through them, but give the rest to him. Just say, Jesus, can you handle these storms? Either stop the storm or help me through them to endure the storm as if it's not even there. And you will delight in the abundance of peace. Say that to yourself often because it's a promise from God. If you don't fret, you will delight in the abundance of peace. There is peace knowing that God will handle the situation, even the vengeance that should come from the wrong or the wrongdoings or the troubles that you're going through. And that's what it says in the next verse in our Psalm 37 passage, verse 12 and 13. It says, the wicked plot against the godly. Hmm, A lot of that going on in the world today, isn't it? They snarl at the godly in defiance. But the Lord just laughs, for he sees their day of judgment coming. That's the vengeance that we're talking about. And then verse 14 and 15 says that he will turn their words and their attacks on you against them even cutting them to their heart, it says. And the very next verse, which is 16, gives us another way to fret not. It says, It's better to be godly and have little than to be an evil person and to be rich. For the strength of the wicked will be shattered, but the Lord takes care of the godly. 1 Timothy 6.6 says that godliness with contentment is great gain. Learn to be content with what God has given you. Yes, you can ask him for more, but remember, godliness is the priority here. And that's what we're to pursue. Godliness, not riches of this earth, which will be burned up or rusted, as Jesus says. (laughs) Yeah, he loves to give you blessings now. And I hope you realize that you do have some wonderful blessings from God. And he will continue to give you more. I think, especially as you pursue godliness. And in our Psalm 37 passage, verse 18 and 19 says, Day by day, the Lord takes care of you when you're trying to be godly. And you will receive that inheritance that lasts forever that I was talking about. And that's kind of a future thing. He'll take care of you now. And even Jesus said that in Matthew 6.33. He'll take care of you now, at least with your basic needs, that passage says in Matthew, and things that you'll notice each day. And it says that you will not be disgraced 
in hard times. It says that you will go through hard times right there in verse 19, but you won't be disgraced. And even though there will be a famine, you will have more than enough. And again, Jesus repeated that in the last several verses in Matthew 6. In my Bible at this passage, in Psalm 37, 19, where it says that you will not be disgraced in hard times, even in famine, you'll have more than enough. I wrote the words, downturn in the economy. And folks, that's another reason to not fret. We still might, but there's no reason to. God promises right here that you will not be disgraced and you will have more than enough in a downturn in the economy. So just a quick recap of what we talked about today, specific things that we can do to reduce our fretting. One is to be meek, and meek does not mean weak or timid. In fact, it takes a really strong person to have the self-discipline to tell our mind to endure with patience through the the troubles or the troubling things that people are doing to us or have done to us, and to not harbor resentment. Those cause fretting. And then the result will be two things. We get peace now, and we get to inherit the earth later. So we can just wait on the Lord and be still and let him do his good and perfect work including vengeance. Leave that to him. And that'll reduce some of your fret too. And then you'll get to delight in the abundance of the peace. And then the last one that we talked about is don't worry when the economy turns and goes down. (laughs) God will take care of you. Day by day, he takes care of you. You'll see if you trust him. Okay, that brings us to today's TFL. This tip for life, you're going to need to grab a piece of paper. So when you get to work if you're driving, or home if you're driving, grab a piece of paper and do this. What I want you to do is write your own psalm. Write your own psalm. What do I mean by that? Well, as we saw in verse 18 of Psalm 37 today, it says, Day by day the Lord takes care of you. Write down ten things that God has blessed you with. That sounds like a lot, but once you start writing, you'll come up with more and more. If ten's too much, write down three. (laughs) You can do three. You're living. You're breathing. There's one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You ate within the past couple of days. There's another. I mean, start writing down some things that God has blessed you with, God's blessings to you, and you will come up with 10. Keep going if you want. Why do I want you to do that? Because remember back in Psalm 37, 3, it says to trust in the Lord and feed on his faithfulness. So I want you to write down the things that God has proven himself faithful to you for. Now, it may be things that you can just look around where you are and have, or God has blessed you with. It may be specific answers to specific prayers, you know, that God has answered. Write those down. 
where God has been faithful to you. And then keep that list in your Bible on a piece of paper and keep it in the Psalms, like maybe right here in Psalm 37. Just keep it right there so you can easily find it. When troubled times come, you can go back and and take a look at this list and see that God has been faithful. And since God is the same yesterday as he is today, as he will be tomorrow, how he was faithful to you and blessed you in your yesterdays, he will be today, and he will be tomorrow. God is outside of time. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow are all the same to him. And put these things in your Bible, kind of like putting a deposit in the bank that you can draw from that to gain strength from. And this may sound silly, but do it anyway, okay? Buck up and do it, buttercup. (laughs) Write them down and keep them in your Bible. You'll be amazed at how wonderful God is. And maybe you're in a period of your life right now where God may not seem to be that loving and caring. Be a great time then to start writing down how he has blessed you in the past and how he has been loving and kind. And even if he has, you're like, well, I know him. Well, write him down because there may come a time in life when you really need to read him again. And keep adding to the list if you want to. That'd be cool. That's a wonderful tip for life. Like I say, do it. You'll be really glad you did. And so will God. And I've done this. And what I have found is the more I write down, the more God shows me things to write down. And the more blessings that I see that he gives me. And the more valuable God's word is to me and God's promises are to me. And the more joyous life is then. As Jesus promised in John 10.10, you'll see how abundant your life is and how abundant the blessings are that God has given you and will continue to give, okay? This is a really cool thing and a wonderful tip for life. Please do it, okay? Thank you. God thanks you too. (laughs) Which reminds me, when you're writing these down, Thank God for each one of them. It goes right along with them, folks. And the more thankful you are to him, the more he will give you things to be thankful for. No, this isn't a prosperity gospel thing. This is just God honoring his promises and showing you his character, and you're acknowledging that. And you're praising God for that. In our next episode, we will wrap up some more things to do to not fret. So please join us next Tuesday for that. And in the meantime, you can connect with me through bluejeanschristian.com website or shoot me an email, info at bluejeanschristian.com. And if this has been helpful, please tell someone else about this podcast so they can be helped too, all right? Okay, thank you, folks. Thanks for listening. See you later.